0: Let's go ahead and get into our mandatory threes. On the Missouri State CDL exam, you will have three parts of pre-trip that will for sure be on your exam. Those are going to be your coupling area, light inspection, and your in-cab inspection. No matter what, whether you get a full pre-trip or a partial pre-trip, uh, those three will be on your test, hence mandatory threes. So let's go ahead and get into the first one. That's gonna be your coupling area. I break this down into three steps um, and I show you where to stand and kind of what to say. And we're just gonna go ahead and get into this and start off where you're gonna be standing. You're gonna you're gonna start off by standing in the in between the tractor and trailer right where the catwalking steps are and you're going to point out your electrical lines. Um, it's just the one green wire. The electric line is properly mounted and secured at both ends, no abrasions, bulges or cuts, no exposed wires. Your air lines, those will be the red and blue lines and they are properly mounted and secured at both ends, no abrasions, bulges or cuts and not leaking. Then you're going to take your glad hand off and you're going to say that it is properly mounted and secured, that the glad hand seals are in good condition, no cracks or signs of dry rot. Then put your glad hand back on and note that it's not leaking and it wouldn't be leaking air. Then step number two, you're going to walk in between the two drive tires and you're going to go at this from top to bottom. Starting off with your trailer apron. That is the underbelly of your trailer. Your trailer apron is properly mounted and secured, not cracked bent or broken. You're going to make sure that there is no visible gap between the trailer apron and the skid plate. The skid plate is properly mounted and secured, not cracked bent or broken, and is properly lubed. The skid plate is the top surface of your sliding fifth wheel. And that would be the next part I would get, is your sliding fifth wheel, locking pin, and air line. Properly mounted and secured, not cracked bent or broken, the locking pin is in the fully locked position. Your air line is properly mounted and secured at both ends, no abrasions, bulges or cuts, and not leaking air. Then you've got your release arm and safety latch. Properly mounted and secured, not cracked bent or broken is in the fully locked position. Platform, properly mounted and secured, not cracked bent or broken. Mounting bolts, properly mounted and secured, not cracked bent or broken, none are missing. Then you're gonna walk in between the mud flap and the landing gear and you're gonna walk in the crawl space there to point out two things. And step number three, which is your kingpin your locking jaws, and finally your clearance. Your kingpin is properly mounted and secured, not cracked, bent, or broken. Locking jaws are properly mounted and secured, not cracked, bent, or broken, fully locked around the kingpin. Then you're gonna walk out of that crawl space, and that crawl space is your clearance. Make sure there is proper space between the tractor mud flap and the trailer landing gear so that they don't hit when making turns. And that is your coupling area mandatory threes number two your light inspection you're going to stand in front of your truck with the evaluator and you're going to have to start with step number one it's that opening spiel that you have to tell the evaluator how you're going to check your lights. First you will say, Examiner I will check all of my lights, reflectors and reflective tape the same way. They are properly mounted and secured not cracked bent or broken, clean and illuminated the proper color of amber to the front and sides and red to the rear. You're going to want to make sure that your lights are turned on for this because if they are not, you won't get credit for checking your lights. Uh, So make sure that your lights are turned on and that you have that opening spiel memorized. And once you say that, you're going to walk around the truck. It's your walk around. First start off by pointing out the headlights at the front of the truck and the marker lights and the clearance lights. And then you're going to walk around the tractor and trailer and identify all marker lights reflective tape and clearance lights clearance lights are up top marker lights and reflective tape are likely to be more at face level you're going to check the front of the truck the driver's side of the truck the rear of the truck the driver's side of the trailer the rear of the trailer The passenger side of the trailer, the rear of the truck, and the passenger side of the truck. That is for your walk around. You're going to wind up back in the place where you started at the front of the truck and then you're going to go into step number three which is to go through your five by fives. You're gonna check your five functions and your five locations. Your five functions are your left turn signal, right turn signal, four-way flashers, high beams, and brake lights. Your five locations are the front of the truck, both sides of the truck, rear of the truck, both sides of the trailer, and the rear of the trailer. Then you're gonna go ahead and ask the evaluator, will you help me? When you go in and punch your code for the truck, put it in the on position and put your window down You do not want your engine running because if they can't hear you, they can't give you credit. So you want to make sure that the truck is not running, but that it is in the on position so your lights do work. And then you're going to go ahead and call them out. You're going to put your left turn signal on. Left turn signal, right turn signal, four-way flashers high beams then the evaluator is going to walk to the back of the truck and once he's there go ahead and go through the lights at the back of the truck left turn signal right turn signal four-way flashers brake lights and then the evaluator is going to walk to the back of the trailer and once it gets there and stops go through your lights one more time for the back left turn signal, right turn signal, four-way flashers, brake lights. And that completes your light inspection. For the third and final part of your mandatory threes, the one with the most chances uh, to fail your pre-trip inspection and probably the most important part of your pre trip inspection is your in-cab inspection this is going to be the one that has the only auto failures on the exam in your air brakes test your air brakes test is a part of the in-cab inspection but you don't start off with the air brakes test You're going to go ahead and start with the thing that you put on the second you get in any vehicle. You're going to check your seatbelt, that's step number one. You're going to check your seatbelt and say that it is properly mounted and secured, not ripped or frayed, and it adjusts and latches properly. Then you're going to go into step number two, your emergency equipment. Your fire extinguisher is behind the bunk or behind the driver's seat. You're going to point to it and say that it is properly mounted and secured and fully charged. Your three red reflective triangles are underneath the bunk. Your spare electrical fuses are in the glove box. And then you're going to conduct a safe start. The very first thing that you want to check is that your transmission is in neutral. Then you're going to go ahead and punch in your code, turn the key to the on position, make sure that your ABS light goes on and then off, indicating no problems with the ABS, and then simply start your engine. Then you're gonna go into step number four. You're gonna check your gauges. The very first gauge I recommend looking at is your voltmeter. You're going to want to go to the home button by pressing all the way to the left and all the way up to find home in the control section and you're going to see uh, a V. That V right there is your voltmeter. You want to make sure that your alternator is charging between 13 to 14 volts. Then your oil pressure gauge. The engine oil pressure is rising to normal operating range. Your water temperature gauge. The water temperature is rising to normal operating range. Your air pressure gauges. The air pressure should build the governor cutout between 120 to 140 PSI. Then you're going to do your lighting indicators. Point on the dash, your left turn signal, right turn signal four-way flashers and your high beams and then you're going to do the inside out method so you've covered everything on the dash your hand might be resting on your horn so check your city horn and your air horn now we're gonna look at our windshield and mirrors the windshield has no cracks, no breaks, and no obstructions, and your mirrors are clean and adjusted to you. Your windshield wipers and washers, by pressing and holding the button and spraying the windshield, you need to say that the wipers are properly mounted and secured and operate smoothly, that they aren't that the blades aren't cracked or dry rotten then you're going to go ahead and do your heater and defroster you're going to say that your heater and defroster work properly you'll put your hand above the dash and feel the defroster and then you're going to put your hand down below near the gas pedal to feel the heater and just say that they're working properly with your hand down by the uh, gas pedal They're going to be very close to your tractor and trailer air supply valves. That is the next step, which is to go into your air brakes test. You're going to press in your tractor and trailer air supply valves. You're going to lose some air pressure initially. And then you're going to rebuild your air pressure back up by hitting the gas pedal, probably up to about 10 RPMs. And then once your air pressure is back up, you're going to go ahead and turn the truck off and then back in the on position do not turn the engine back on because if you do, that will be considered an auto failure. Now that our air pressure is built back up, we want to go into the air brakes test. First, I would tell the evaluator what you're gonna do, tell them as you're doing it, and then tell them what you just did. A new important message has So for the very first step of your air brakes test, You're going to tell the evaluator, I am going to conduct my applied pressure test. I'm going to press and hold the brakes for a period of one minute, and I should not lose more than four PSI in one minute while listening for air leaks. Make sure to have that window down so so you can listen for air leaks. And then you're going to... Press down on the brakes and you're going to wait for the gauges to stabilize. That simply means that the gauges have stopped moving. So we're going to go ahead and press down and once those gauges stop moving, that's when we'll tell the evaluator, evaluator, my gauges have stabilized, will you time me for one minute starting now? So we're going to press and hold the brakes. My gauges have stabilized, will you time me for one minute starting now? One minute will pass. Before you let off on the brakes, reiterate what you just did. Evaluator, as you can tell, I did not lose more than four PSI in one minute and there were no air leaks. Then let off on the brakes. Stage two of my air brakes test. I'm going to pump down on my brakes until my warning light and buzzer both come on at or before 60 PSI my warning light and buzzer both came on at or before 60 PSI next is stage 3 which is to pump down until both tractor and trailer air supply valves pop out in between 40 to 20 PSI so we're going to go ahead and pump down until Both protection valves pop out in between 40 to 20 PSI. As you can tell, both tractor and trailer air supply valves did pop out in between 40 to 20 PSI. Then, you're going to start your engine back up and you're going to move the wheel to the right and to the left and you're going to wiggle out the wheel chalk and you'll go out and retrieve the wheel chalk and as you're doing that your engine is rebuilding air pressure back up. There are only three, two things left to do. Once you build air pressure back up you're going to do your parking brake check otherwise known as the tug test. You're going to press in your tractor protection valve, leaving out your trailer supply valve, and you're gonna give a light tug on the trailer. Then you're gonna pull your tractor valve out, push in your trailer valve, and you're gonna give a light tug on the tractor to make sure that those parking brakes are working. Then, to sum up your in-cab inspection, you will push in both valves and pull forward to five miles an hour and apply the service brakes and once you've done that you will say evaluator the truck did not move to the left or the right and your service brakes are working. Give yourself a minute to think about everything that you've done on your pre-trip inspection at this point. You have an open opportunity here to go back to any piece of the pre-trip inspection that you want to that you don't feel that you did right. You can do your air brakes test and restart it as many times as you want. If you're going to restart the air brakes test though you must restart from the setup. To reset up for an air brakes test all you have to do is push in your air brakes build that air pressure back up, turn your key off, and then back on, and make sure that your wheel is (coughs) chocked before you do this.